Thank you for downloading episode 115 of the Shrimp's Verdict podcast. All opinions expressed are those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or of Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimp's Live from Beyond Radio. to Jensen Weir on this right hand side Crowley once more right flank back to Ryan Cooney infield to Crowley who's just uh, looking for his options slide right nice for good play Weir. good Rahula. play Jensen Weir's in here here comes Weir great save by Rushworth one on one angle was a bit tight really good play really good play I think he slightly overhit the pass did Arthur but it was good play excellent and that's the first time that we've unlocked the door. It was a lovely little back heel from Jensen Weir and then the, re- the return pass from Arthur Nahua. Jensen was in. Angle was tight, right-hand side of the penalty area, but a, a good stop one-on-one and Rushworth did what he had to do, make himself big and, and blocked Jensen's effort. Yeah, the big key was um, uh, Crowley getting it on and getting on the ball in a little pocket, being able to play forwards and then uh, it was nice play after that. And that should give us some encouragement that we have got the tools to unlock the door. Don't like, this, so. Don't like this. Man over here, it's Lass Sorensen who's got to drive into the back corner and that's the opening goal of the afternoon and Lincoln have taken the lead in the 30th minute and it's Lass Sorensen all alone, right-hand side of the Morecambe penalty area. There was a man over, we spoke about it several times, that were pulling the fullbacks in and then exploiting the space in behind and now was Lass Sorensen uh, to lash it beyond Connor Ripley and into the far corner to make it Morecambe nil, Lincoln City one. Yeah, it's exactly what they're after. It's exactly what they're after. Again, you, and Max Melbourne's ended up in a really narrow position with the way they're playing and then he just gets on the outside and, and then you're really relying on, on Arthur being able to work really hard up and down that line it's difficult for him to then track and then to be fair it's a great little finish but yeah it was uh, I could see it happening a little bit in that in that little phase of play I was worried and yeah 1-0 down tough now Ben Howes and then out towards Lass Sorensen he's got some room on this right hand side he's going to try and find Ben Howes on the edge of the area headed away by Badone and the shot comes in that's a what wonderful a save. wonderful save what Mark save. Kennedy the Lincoln City manager has got his head on his hands on the edge of his own technical area I thought Daniel Mandroya was going to make it 2-0 for the Ims there curling it with that right footed volley towards the top corner but as he's done so often this season Connor Ripley tips it behind for a corner we've got a Morecambe player down, prostate on inside yeah. the centre circle here. He got clattered off the wall, I think Lincoln, must have there. Lincoln City playing on, driving towards the edge of the box. It's going to fall nicely on the edge of the air. It's going to find the bottom corner as well. And Morecambe are not going to be best pleased about that at all. It's Matty Virtue from the edge of the box who curls it into the bottom corner of Connor Ripley's net we thought that the play was going to be perhaps stopped as Josh Osterfield inside the centre circle was down flat out on the ground play carried on falling towards the box we didn't clear it and from the edge of the box on Matty Virtue had all the time in the world really just to curl it into Connor Ripley's bottom corner and that is just the start of the second half that Morecambe didn't want 49 minutes Morecambe nil, Lincoln City 2 yeah, I thought he was going to stop it. There's a couple of times, quite a few people looking at him whether to stop it or not. And then 
Yeah, it's uh, it's a long way back from here. Um, not just in this game, but in the season, I think, at the minute, the way things are going. And that's got a hint, or more than a hint, really, of controversy about it. Morecambe are still furious and still talking to the referee, uh, Sam Allison, about that. Uh, he was looking a couple of times over to Osterfield, who was down on the ground inside the centre circle. I think in fairness though, when it wasn't a head injury, was it? So that's probably why the referee played on. Yeah, it wasn't. And again, they're not. They don't have to stop. And again, he, they've got a man down now. If, if the rest stops the game now, there'll be, be hell on. But um, yeah, he's, he's exact same's happening at, at the minute. No, we can score off one. I suppose if it did go out, like say, if it, if it went our way and a Lincoln player was down and we played on the score, we wouldn't complain, would we? No, exactly. Uh, oh, that's a Get lovely in. goal from Cole Stockton to reduce and, the and, and exactly that has happened, Dave. Exactly it's that has happened. It's a lovely up and over finish from the edge of the area. Brilliantly played in from Jensen Weir and in exactly the same circumstances. Lincoln City this time had a man down. Regan Paul clutching the back of his leg. We played on. Weir into Cole Stockton, who just looped it over the keeper from 20 yards into the back of the net in front of the Barter card. And on 50 minutes, ninth goal of the season for Cole. It's Morecambe 1, Lincoln 2. It's a great finish. Absolutely brilliant finish. I don't think... If we can't complain over the first one, I don't think Lincoln can complain over the second one, to be fair. It's one of those where we had a man down, they went and capitalised and scored. They've got a man down, we've got to capitalise and scored. So, yeah, it's uh, revert back as almost to what it was like at half-time, Dave. As you were. As you were. Goodness, mate. And we needed that goal, didn't we? Just to revitalise us. If it had been 2-0 for yeah. five, ten minutes, heads then inevitably start to drop. Oh, so crucial. we got a goal back straight away. I mean, it gets a crowd going again. It gives a belief within the team. And all of a sudden, yeah, five minutes ago, well, two minutes ago, I was saying it's a long way back. Now it's uh, the picture changes again. Jake Taylor, that's a nice slide roll into the path of Osterfield. Might fall for Crowley, twisting, turning, shooting, into the back oh, of the Oh, no way. The post. No way. Oh, my goodness, oh, mate. Oh, done ever that so well as well. That was the equaliser. Crowley didn't panic in front of the Barter card. Twisting and turning. I thought he'd done it enough just to slip it into the bottom corner. Beat the keeper, and it's back off the post. Oh, oh so close to the equaliser. He'd done ever so well, I thought. Just one touch too many, but he didn't know it was perfect. Ball up and over by Virtue, headed away by Rawson. Osterfield nods it down into the path of Jake Taylor. This goes up and over. Umar Nias might be interested here. Umar Nias is interested here. Beats the keeper to the punch and nods it into the back of the net to score his first goal in the Morgan shirt. What and did I say, Dave? Here on 65 minutes. What did I say, Dave? Game on. It's a day for heroes, Nias. Here we go. It was a beautiful, beautiful ball from Jake Taylor. He floated it deliciously towards the edge of the Lincoln City penalty area. Carl Rushworth came, didn't make the punch. Nias flipped it on with his head and it bounces into the back of the net in front of a delighted Bartercard. And now it is very much game on at 66 minutes. Morecambe 2, Lincoln City 2. Well, 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 up the shrimps, Dave. This is very, very interesting now. Very, very interesting. Come on, lads. Cross comes in, left-hand side, headed off the crossbar, and then over the bar a second time by Ben Howes. Ball not completely clear. Might well have done. a break on here. Oh, he's gone the wrong side. Might have a break on here. Hunter well done. does well. Nias needs to stay on side. Referee. Well, that's got to be a free kick. That's as blatant as it gets. That's a red dot. That is as blatant as that it gets. That should be a red dot for me. It's a red card, though. 
It was Regan Paul, Lincoln City skipper. And Nash Hunter had just skipped away. What I will say is I think Umar Nias was offside. So I think we've, we, we'll take it. I even, I even, I mean, I'd be interested to see it again, Dave, but even even the tackle itself in isolation, forget the fact that they're running on goal, I think he's, he's jabbed right at the yeah. back of his leg from behind. I think, yeah, definitely a call for a red card, in my opinion. Liam Short is uh, coming on in a minute. Derek Adams is urging his players to stay switched on and attack this free kick. He certainly thinks it's a red card. Hunter chips it. Yes, Cole! Oh, yes! Again! Come on! The king, Come on! The king of Merseyside! Get in! Reign supreme at the Matuba Stadium! Unbelievable! That's Come on! What could be a vital goal in Morecambe's battle to stay in League One? Get Beautiful in! free kick and what a header from Cole Stockton from 15 yards over the keeper Rushworth to the delight of the packed crowd here at the Mazuma Stadium. And it's Morecambe 3, Lincoln City 2. Head and shoulders man of the match today. He's been outstanding. Cole Stockton. MK Dons. MK Dons. Martin celebrating. MK Dons. 4-4. Barnsley 4-4. Come on! Come on! Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? Unbelievable. Come um, on, let's do it. Let's do it. Come isn't on. Isn't it amazing how football can change so, so quickly? It's I don't know whether I can sit down now, It's Morecambe 3, Lincoln City 2, the King of Merseyside reigning supreme, coming to the party when his followers needed him. And that's five goals in Cole's last three games, 10 for the season. For Nat King Cole in front of a delighted Barter card. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimps Verdict on Beyond Radio. Get in. Referee Get in. puts the whistle to his lips. And Morecambe have done exactly what they had to do. And we've come from behind to do it as well. 2-0 down to 3-2 victors here at the Mazuma Stadium. Thanks to the King of Merseyside <laughs> coming to the party, reigning supreme when we needed him five goals in the last three games to call Stockton to turn this 2-0 deficit into a vital 3-2 win for Morecambe. It's a result that doesn't quite lift us out the bottom four. We are level on points with MK Dons going into the last game of the season next Sunday. And it's going to be an absolute blockbuster against Exeter City. Midday kickoff on the 7th of May. Neil Wainwright, head of coaches at the academy here at Morecambe and former shrimp and former pro. Sum that one up for us if you possibly can. Wow. It, uh, at 2-0 down, I said it was a long way back and it was a long way back, but fair play. We got the goal straight away to get us right back in the game. Goal stopped and sensational. Nias came on and caused problems. And all, all of a sudden, second half, we were loads more positive. Gaffer made good substitutions at the right times. And yeah, everyone's been fantastic today. Crowd, crowd as well. It's been, it's been a great day. It, we're, no, we're no means anywhere near there at the minute. We're still relying on other results. 
but we've taken it as far as we can and, and fair play to the boys three wins in a row it's it's absolutely fantastic we said before kickoff didn't we that we couldn't worry about what other sides around us are doing we can't control that all we can do is concentrate on our own business I was I mean I think we were both fearing the worst when Matty Virtue made it 2-0 to Lincoln just after half time but we yeah. got that goal back straight away from Cole Stockton with that yeah. lovely finish and what a last 40 minutes from the boys oh brilliant they, they, they were sensational they were excellent second half as I say they were, they were absolutely superb and again no one in this stadium can ask anything more from them and they've come away with a result that at one stage in the game looked absolutely impossible so again fingers crossed Burton do us a favour fingers crossed we can get a result at Exeter and then see what happens and fingers crossed there's no relegations again for Morecambe FC have you ever played in a game quite like that as a, as a pro? Uh, I don't think I have to be <laughs> honest no I'm not not one that I can remember like that um, I was celebrating as if I was playing it myself at one stage but yeah it's uh, yeah it's it's brilliant football never never fails to, it, to surprise it? you it's it? uh, no it's 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 such a wonderful sport and again the highs and lows as our mate Jimbo would say he's, he's watching now never too never high too never high, too low never too low as yeah. Jim Bentley famously said hundreds, hundreds thousands of, of times when he was a Morgan manager in years gone by so last Sorensen gave Lincoln City the lead on 31 minutes great finish I have to say as well smashing it into the far corner after a good break down the right hand side Matty Virtue made it 2-0 uh, Morecambe stopped we thought we were going to have the ball pulled back for a free kick but the referee allowed play to continue Virtue smart finish from 20 yards out into the bottom corner and uh, with that you thought the game might have been up because at the time results out elsewhere weren't going our way Cole yeah. stopped to know within 90 seconds reduced the arrears to 2-1 the lovely finish in front of the barter card Dan Crowley then hit the post and we thought the game is going to be up it's not going to quite to be Mandrew for Lincoln then hit the post on the opposite side and it all went off in the last half an hour say half an hour we played <laughs> 13 minutes of stoppage time Umar Nias made it 2-2 on 66 minutes finally getting his first yeah. goal for Morecambe and a great header it was as well a brave header under yeah. pressure from the keeper from the edge of the area uh, to equalise in front of the bar to guard Lincoln hit the bar as well in the closing stages before the King of Merseyside popped up three minutes from time <laughs> lovely ball down the right hand side and there was a beautiful header from Cole Stockton to flick it beyond the outstretched arms of Cole Rushworth to send the Mazuma Stadium faithful into absolute delirium yeah brilliant absolutely brilliant placed in the lap of one and now and <laughs> quite rightly so after today hopefully hopefully again fingers crossed it's uh, it's enough for us next week and we can get a result but uh, on, on as a day as a whole you can't knock anyone today they've been fantastic so the results today mean that Morecambe level on points with MK Dons they've got a better goal difference so we we need MK Dons to slip up they are well, it, it's all in Burton Towns, really, because it's Burton against MK Dons on Saturday and Burton against Cambridge on Wednesday. <laughs> so we are all big fans of the Brewers. Oh, Dino Marmory is Brewer Army. I've always been a Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> And a lap of honour for the players here at the Mazuma Stadium, and quite right too, because what a shift that has been in the second half. 2-0 down to win a must-win game by three goals to two. We've done exactly what we had to do. So it's burning against MK Dons on, Saturday, on uh, Sunday. 
elsewhere. Barnsley against Peterborough, Bristol Rovers, Bolton. At Cambridge, they've got Forest Green Rovers on Sunday, of course. So you'd think they would get a positive result. We need Burton and Albion then to do us a favour, yeah, at least it, once. Yeah. Yeah, it's out of our hands now to a degree in the midweek, but it's uh, it's one of those. We said before the game, I said three games ago, we need to win all four. It's still a case. Um, we've won three out of the four, remarkably, unbelievably. Um, all we can do as a team, again, all the lads can do is go and get out and get that result next week against Exeter, and then whatever happens, happens. All they can do <laughs> in those four games is is it. And then, But then again, as a season as a whole, will it be enough? And that's the thing, isn't it, I suppose, Wayne? If we, if we win next weekend... That'll be four wins and a draw in the last five. Couldn't really have so much more. And if we still go down, having got 13 points from the last 15, we've, we've done all we could then, really. And, and you can't change what's happened elsewhere. That's it. Yeah, again, it's one of those where you, where you look at other results throughout the season and go, we could have done better in certain situations. The two home games spring to mind uh, in a week against uh, Charlton and um, uh, Oxford was it at the time. And uh, again, it's one of those. They might not matter now but um, it, they're the ones we'd look back on if, if, if things go sour next week. And as a squad, as a pro, when you get a result like that and against the odds win when the chips are down, what does it do for morale, for confidence? We're going to be absolutely buzzing now, surely? Yeah, the, the lads the lads will be bouncing ready for next week again. Um, but I'm sure the, the, away, the away support will be even more vociferous than normal. There'll be a few more people going down than, than I'd planned, making a right weekend of it, Exeter and... Uh, Hopefully it'll be a, uh, a celebration weekend for them, but who knows what's going to happen next day. Exeter, they've lost six in a row now. We've got Wallace 6-0 by Ipswich this afternoon. Yeah. So we're yeah. playing a, a team at the right time again, nothing to play for, and a team who look very much as yeah. if they've got their feet up. Yeah, like they're on the beach, yeah. Hopefully a few of them are on the beach next week. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those. We, we, we can't look at it like that, though. Uh, the lads can't go into games looking at it like that. They've got to look at it as... Um, we're, we're playing a League One side and we've got to get results so they can't take extra lightly I'm sure they won't but um, it won't be easy but we'll, we'll see what happens My final question to you Wayne is are we going to stay up? <laughs> oh, I don't know I don't know it's, it, as I say it, it depends on midweek it depends on midweek I bat the, I bat the lads to win the last game um, but whatever else is, is out of our hands so my, uh, my heart definitely says yes my head's unsure <laughs> Neil Wainwright, head of uh, coaches at the Academy for Morecambe. Uh, always great to have you on, Wayne. I wish you could be on far more often than what you are because I, I really love talking to you about not just the game, but being a coach and being a pro, you see it with a completely different set of eyes to me and you had a completely different dimension to it. So thanks so much for your contribution. Thanks today. for having me again, Dave. Enjoy it. And it's, uh, it's not a bad little seat in the stadium either. It's all right. It's all right. When I, I, I messaged you in the week, do you want the best seat in the house? You're like, yes, I do. Thank Absolutely. you very much indeed. Absolutely. And hopefully uh, the, the, the legs continue to heal nicely and uh, you'll be back, back uh, well, not back playing again, but back... Uh, back ready for the back, beach, back, back Dave, hopefully. Before you know it, you'll be able to get in the swimming pool. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Uh, Neil Wainwright, thank you very much. Cheers, Dave. Indeed for joining us on Shrimps Live. Derek, a dramatic 3-2 win over Lincoln City to come from two goals behind, the smiles on everyone's faces, you've taken it to the final week of the season, just describe that game as best you can. Yeah, I mean it was a great game of football, I think that um, you know, we, we started the game not too badly and uh, you know, Lincoln went ahead in the game uh, with a well-worked goal and quite quickly you know, after half time we were 2-0 down and then we found out that uh, MK Dons were winning 2-1, then it was 3-1, then it was 4-1. So at that moment in time, we were relegated. And uh, I think that uh, I 
we quite quickly you know, changed uh, formation a good number of times, changed personnel, and uh, we just had to go for the win. And uh, what came of it, we scored two fantastic goals from Cole Stockton. Umar came on and scored another great goal from him. And uh, it was just a, a really good performance to be 2-0 down, to come back to, to win 3-2 uh, in a near-capacity crowd at the stadium. Uh, it's been a great day for this football club. It was a game that had a bit, bit of everything, didn't it? I mean, it was feisty at times, there were some great goals. The bit, the telling moment for me was Coles first, to make it 2-1, the goal from nowhere, which is what he can do. He's not done for much this season, but the last three or four games, he's been tremendous, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, it was a fantastic strike. I was right behind it, and uh, the ball's just come down to it, and he's he's looped over the goalkeeper into the top corner. His header was brilliant as well, and then Umar's goal was great, and uh, we hit the post as well. I know that Lincoln hit the post. It, it became end-to-end after that, and uh, it was all about us holding on to that victory. We could have probably scored in the counter-attack as well. We had enough attacking players on the pitch at uh, one stage, and uh, we just knew we had to win together. So many good performances today. They needed to step up and they did just that. Yeah, I mean, they've been stepping up all the time. The way we've got to remember is where we are as a football club. And, uh, you know, this football club uh, has been going through turmoil this season. And uh, I think that uh, the football players have shown uh, great togetherness and they have fought every, you know, bit for it. And uh, some of the times today, some of the football was good. You know, some of the chances that we created, the goals that we scored, uh, was, uh, you know, pleasing for everyone. As you said at one time, MK Downs were 4-1 up against Barnsley. He looked over, he looked, no matter what you did, it didn't really matter. And then it turned around so quickly and, and that's what makes it even more special. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously knew what the scores were elsewhere. It was coming through to me and my, my watch and, uh, you know, I knew what I had to do to, to try and change things around. And uh, eventually we got uh, the, the justice, I think, in the game to, to win it. I think that, you know, we could see that we were, you know, pushing all afternoon to get that victory. And it was great for the home supporters here today. Yeah, record home crowd. Uh, more than 5,000 walking fans here. And the way you all celebrated that winning was tremendous. It was, yeah. I mean, I think that you can see what it means to so many people and uh, we've kept it going to the last day of the season. We did likewise uh, last season. Nobody can ask for any more of of the players or the staff or anyone at this football club because um, they are giving their best. Looking ahead to that game, extra away next week. It's going to be special, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, uh, obviously away from home. It's a 12 o'clock kick-off and, uh, you know, it's one that uh, we're all looking forward to. We've given ourselves a chance and uh, that's what... uh, we can we can see. And today's game, the subs made a difference. It was great to see him and Asker on the score sheet. It was, you know, he came on and him and Stockton linked up really well when they did come on. They ran in behind. They, they just looked like they were hungry to get goals. And uh, you know, I think that uh, Hunter as well coming on, you know, helped us because he, he was fresh. And then Jake Taylor coming on in as a wing back uh, as well. That uh, enabled us to you know push even further forward. I've said this a few times this season. A world class save from Conor Ripley again. Yeah, I mean, he made a great save, you know, it was, you know, into that uh, top corner and uh, it was outstanding. Seven days to go then now to, towards the end of the season. Big seven days for you. How are you going to face it? Yeah, we'll just do it like we've always been doing, you know, trying to keep us right and uh, prepare ourselves for uh, the game next Saturday. First one for you, 700 games as a football league manager. But I saw your face as you were treading around this little uh, dugout towards the end of that game. You looked as nervous as everyone else. Yeah, I mean, because I, I know, listen, what I've had to go through this season, I've never had to go through in my managerial career, and I don't deserve to go through it. And, uh, you know, uh, and today was, was special 
for this football club and it was special uh, for me because you know we won the game we keep it going to the last day of the season and uh, that's what a Scotsman does a Scotsman keeps on fighting and that's why we're the best well Josh a 3-2 win to today you're only a youngster but how dramatic was that for you today yeah crazy I feel like when the third goal went in I kind of stood there in disbelief I was like you know wow like what a place it was bouncing and you know to see that third goal in it was like what a relief and you know this team just never knows when to stop and uh so just can't wait for next week now three wins in a row you've started all those three games it must be such a good feeling for you no definitely I feel like you know I waited my time to get in to get in the team and you know now I've got in you know I feel like I'm doing well and you know it's nice to see the team picking up results so it's always a bonus but you know I just want to help the team in any way possible and to get these wins you know it's massive for us and you know take it to the last day it's all we can do 2-0 down their second goal coming from it looked like you've been fouled heads could have dropped but they didn't did they they, they stayed everyone stayed firm battled all the way to the end for the win 100% you know this team never knows when to stop even at half time 1-0 down you know there was real belief and even at 2-0 you know we never stopped and that first goal goes in from Cole gives us real hope second one from Umar great finish and then we just had real belief if we get that third and you know we'll never stop even come the last day if we go one down we'll still you know dig in until that final whistle goes the celebrations for the third goal were tremendous I see you were part of that in right in the middle of it yeah, no, 100%. You know, to see that go in was just you know, like a wild moment. See the fans, you know, everyone running off, everyone involved on the bench. You know, you see how much it means to us all. You know, it's such a togetherness in this group. And like I say, it's just a never-say-die team. And to play in it, it's a real privilege. You're on loan for Huddersfield. And uh, this is what it's all about, isn't it? First team action and days like this. Yeah, 100%. You know, I was so grateful for them bringing me in. And, you know, what a place. The fans are amazing. You know, there's a real togetherness. And the, the staff, the fans, you know, it's what a place. And, you know, I'm so thankful for being here. And second every moment I can you know because it'll be over before you know it just a week to go one game Exeter away you've given yourself a chance three wins and the trot you couldn't do much more could you no and like I say when we go in there you know it's, that's that's the, the message you know one game to go there's a real belief and you know we believe we can go there and get three points and stay up you know we've given ourselves you know every opportunity and now it's you know why not go there and see what we can do so the, the games you started recently you know at this level it stays the season what have you learnt about football life at this level? Uh, it's never over till the final whistle goes. You know, I know it's a cliche, but you know that's what it is. Two and down, the game's not over. And you know, when you've got a team that never wants to give up and never want, never wants to stop playing, you know, you're always going to keep yourself in the game. And uh, you just got to create chances. And you know, you've got Cole and Umar up there. You know, you're going to score goals. And for us, you know, it's that belief. Just get it in the box, and we'll create chances. And we're in defend. And you know, seeing some great save from Rippers defensively from you know Faz and, and Jacob. You know. We're in it at both ends of the pitch and that's all we can ask. It's the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. Hello from Dave Salmon and thanks as ever for downloading this episode. Always appreciate your ears. Apple, Google and Spotify and the podcast section, of course, always at beyondradio.co.uk. So what a comeback. Uh, Dramatic, tense, nervy, call it what you like. The fact is that Morecambe, from somewhere, managed to get the job done in that 3-2 win against Lincoln this afternoon. And uh, it's all set up nicely, isn't it, for uh, uh, what uh, hopefully will be equally as a dramatic final day of the season. It all to play for. I know we're still inside the relegation zone on goal difference. So the equation is quite simple. And that is, uh, we need to uh, better MK Don's result. So if they draw, we need to win. If they lose, we need to draw. And and that will probably be enough to, to, to stay up. And now I'm talking to you now, as I record this, at uh, 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Now, we know that Cambridge have got a game in hand against Burton Albion. Uh, and Burton, by the way, 
play MK Dons on the final day of the season. So it's all in Dino Marmaria's uh, grasp, really, and his gift as to uh, what we do. I, th- I think being Dino Marmaria, uh, you know that Burton aren't going to be on the beach. They will try their best to get a positive result in the last two games. And that's what we need them to do. A couple of draws would be absolutely fine if we can win our game. But it is all set fair for Exeter uh, next Sunday lunchtime. Really, really excited about that. Of course, if you're not heading down to the game, full match commentary as ever on Shrimps Live on FM and DAB. And I follow uh, from 11.45am Sunday, the 7th of May. Look forward to your company then. Uh, Thank you as well to uh, Neil Wainwright, Head of uh, Coaching at uh, Morecambe's Academy. Super, super job as ever on co-commentary. Always love having Wayne on because he looks at the game uh, completely differently uh, to what I do. So uh, his uh, his expertise, uh, absolutely amazing. If you missed our chat before kick-off though, uh, here's what he had to say. I had a bit of a chat about uh, a couple of things, especially uh, the success of Morecambe's Academy this season. We've got a very special guest co-commentator on Simon this afternoon. It's just this second, I know. I thought you might be hobbling about a bit, <laughs> Neil Wainwright, considering the, the injury woes of the last couple of months. But uh, uh, you're not looking in too bad, Nick, all things considered. I'm not bad. I've got a bit of a limp on. I've got rid of the crutches now. So, yeah, bro- broke my leg about 10 weeks ago. But we, uh, but we crack on, mate, as they say. <laughs> Pardon the pun. And you were coming on comms, I think, the day the day before you did it as well, which kind of put a bit of a spanner in the works. And like a trooper, you said, no, it's all right, mate. I'll still come on with you tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be all right. And now I think you realise that, actually, no, I've, I've broke my leg. Yeah, in, the, in my... In my unbelievable wisdom I thought yeah I'll be fine but then yeah it was it was uh let's just say it was hurting just a little bit so yeah I, I had to but buy you're all, off, you're but. all on the men now though yeah yeah it's, uh, back at hospital Friday but uh yeah hopefully you're all good just learning how to walk again now <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old Dave I'm too oh, old yeah join the club mate join the club <laughs> uh, lots to talk about Wayne before we uh, before we kick off uh, in a few minutes time let's talk about the academy then firstly if I uh, if I may and uh, well it's not been a bad old season really no, it's been good. Again, the biggest plus for us is is, is Adam Mayer. Um, he's he's proven that that players, even that that young age that he is, is can can bridge that gap between the youth team and the first team, which is a big gap to to, to bridge. Um, but he's done that, and I think everyone within the ground now today would would agree with me and say he seems to have gotten better with every game. It's just a shame that he's, he's out injured today. So. Yeah, that, that's been our biggest plus. I think some of our, our players coming through and, and the more we've recruited at younger ages, it's been it's been a good year. Adam came not from nowhere particularly, but if you think back to August, he's out at Cone in non-league to get some senior football experience. As head of the coaches at the academy, could you have seen how far he would have progressed so quickly? Um, I, to be honest, no, I wouldn't have seen him progress that quickly. Um, we definitely saw him as as first team potential, and we, we've said that all along about Adam. He's got he's got the profile, he's got the ability, he's got he's got the physicality. So um, we we always believed it. Again, it's sometimes difficult, certainly in a side that's that's possibly fighting against relegation to get in. But the circumstances came that he got into the side, and again, as, as I say, he's, ne- he's never looked back after that. And he scored a couple of great goals, direct from a corner against Wickham. I was right <laughs> behind that when that went in. Great finish on the half volley against Port Vale. He's uh, going to sit. He played at left back, left wing. He's played in the middle. So, uh, arguably, he's now. And I suppose this is one of the points of the, having the academy set up in the first place, isn't yeah. it? Bringing those players through, who you can then. They, they then become sort of a saleable asset, if you will, and Adam's very much in that category. That's it, exactly, and, and, and not just that, even on a more basic level, essentially he's, he's been a, a bonus for, for, for Derek's squad, so he's been that bonus where 
early on he's, he's a bit part player where he can come on and do sort of little bits but uh, the more he's played and the more Derek's trusted him which I think has been important as well is that um, the more he can he feel he can rely on him and I think that that um, being able to do that I think that brings more out of Adam because he know he, yeah. he's on the pitch going I know the manager trusts me yeah and I think one thing that Derek has said a couple of times this season Wayne as well is that because he's so young he's quite naive in the sense that he doesn't really care doesn't really know what's going on he just goes and plays his football and doesn't really think about it too much the the ignorance of youth i think yeah, it's absolutely. called dave yeah no absolutely no again i i say this all the time even when i broke through in in my very first year of playing um you you don't think about anything else other than you're just going out to play football so again it's it's that no fear stuff that you you get at 18 19 20 that you might lose by the time you're maybe 24, 25 when you get a little bit more used to what, what it means and what it's about. So cut runs for, for, for one of our age groups as well and uh, it's not been across the whole academy set but it's not been not in a bad campaign at all. It's been really good. I mean, we've been really pleased with the first years this year. Hence, as, as you say, we beat Sheffield Wednesday in the quarterfinals of the Clarets Cup 7-0 and it was, it, was, it was sensational stuff. I mean, we went there after drawing with them in the group game expecting a really, really tough time. We said at half-time we were 2-0 up, there's going to be tough second half, but they just kept, they were relentless. And, and it's performances like that where you go, do you know what, we've, we've, we've got potential coming through and it's, it is really pleasing for us. So for Morecambe fans listening to this now, the future is bright. We've got other Adam Mayors, not necessarily attackers, but we've got other people coming down the track. Well, we might have one potentially very, very similar to him. But, um, okay. yeah. but no, in, in, in the next sort of uh, two, three, four years, hopefully, uh, again, we'll get more and more out on the football pitch, and, that, and that's what we're trying to do. Let's talk about matters on the field then, Wayne, and, and it goes without saying that it's, it's, a, it's a vital game this afternoon. As a professional, former professional footballer yourself, when you are in tight spots, as what Morecambe are in at the moment, what is the mindset to try and get out of it? I, th I think the basic mindset for me is just game by game and I think you get to the stage so if we were to go back two games ago when, when we hadn't won those last two games I don't think you'd have had many people in the ground saying we were going to stay up but then all of a sudden you win those two games and it almost becomes we know what, exactly what we've got to do so before then it was we possibly need to win all four but then when you start winning them all of a sudden the task gets it's a little bit easier so today we're looking at going out and getting the three points and I, I, I still do think we need probably three points from this and three points from Exeter but essentially if you break it down it's two games so two games to win and, and all being well we stay up do you look at other teams around you or do you just think well it's a game of football we win this and, and you can't control the uncontrollable really? I think on the day you don't but Every, everything else you do so when there's games going on midweek you're going oh we want that to happen or we want that to happen after the game you're straight away looking at what's going on who's won who's lost but you can't have, as you say you can't afford to it, it, it's almost a simpler task for us now because you're going forget the fact that we need a draw here or a draw there we need to win both games and the fact is I think if we do win both games we give ourselves a heck of a chance of staying up with 47 points that you would think that would probably be enough I would think so, yeah. I, I think, as I say, going back two games ago, I, I thought personally that we needed four. We've got two of them out of the way, another two, and I, and I believe it'll be enough.
Neil Wainwright, Head of Coaching at uh, Morecambe's Academy with some fascinating insights into uh, how the lads, uh, the next generation of shrimps have been getting on this season and uh, much more besides on co-commentary. Wayne, thanks so much again uh, for joining us on Shrimps Live. Really, really appreciate your expertise. Thanks once again for downloading this episode, 11.45am then. If you're not heading down to St James's Park, let's make it a day on Beyond Radio, on FM and DAB Plus and of course via iFollow Shrimps. Uh, enjoy your week, Morecambe fans, and I'll speak to you next time. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.